face-to-face, healthy relationship talk radio with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships. Learn why honor, beauty, leadership, and self-help is important for your empowerment. Get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health. Also, listen to proven strategies to avoid major interrelationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away. Now, here's your relationship specialist and host, Daiya Six. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I said, hey, <laughs> good day to you all. Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Hola. Comment está usted? Hello, Yambo. What's up? What's going on? You see, you guys know that once in a while I have to do those languages, right? How is everyone doing? I'm so happy that you all are here. I'm always happy when you guys are here because we have a lot to talk about today. Okay, you guys know, you all know that I have to say thanks for your attention. I love you guys' attention. I love the letters that you guys have um, coming in. Oh, my goodness. And I really try to make sure that depending on the guest, depending on the topic, um, when you guys write my letters in, you know, I try to make sure that I can go ahead and match them up with what we're going to be talking about on the show And I email you guys, let you guys know that I'll be talking about your letters, right? So, you know, talk about good customer service. I think that I give it to you guys. But thanks, you guys, for all the attention and all the letters because I am totally bombarded. Um, I think I have to get another, like, second assistant to even go, you know, through some of these letters. So I love you guys for it. You know that? You know what? I need love, too. And you guys have shown that, okay? And um, I'm in need of love. I want you guys to know that I appreciate you. All right. We all do, right? We all need love. So let's see. The show's topic, you guys, today, it's, you know, today is an easy topic today. It's easy and it's uneasy because it's divided normally amongst the female and the male perspective, okay? Um, It can be downright touchy. It can be emotional, you know. All of those things. All right. So what I want you guys to do is just kind of just listen a little bit, maybe try to learn a little bit. You know, this was one of these last minute situations, but I think that the universe kind of matched me up what was going on, because next thing you know, I had someone send me a uh, video on an individual and I was just like, okay, you know what? Maybe I need to talk about this. So what am I talking about here? My beautiful geniuses, you guys, what am I talking about? I am talking about child support, (laughs) right? I can talk about child support, you know, and I'm laughing, you know, I'm laughing at it. You hear that, (laughs) right? Because I'm not on child support, but I don't think that it is a funny matter if that's what you want to ask me, okay? Um, You have women and men who are on this system, all right? However, the majority of men seems to be on this system a little bit more because women normally are the primary caregivers, all right? And the court normally grants the women the position if they want it. So we want to discuss what it is about this system that makes people sometimes feel defeated, that would make people even want to kill. There has been cases and stories of people killing when they know that they have a child on the way with someone that they can't even picture themselves with, right? And the only thing they can think about is, oh my God, I know I'm not going to be with this person, especially men. This is like men, right? Um, yeah, the majority of the cases are men. I don't really, 
think that I've ever read a case of a woman knowing that she's pregnant and saying, you know what, this man is not going to be here, so I'm going to kill him. Not saying that they don't exist, but a lot of them don't make um, taglines <laughs> and headlines in the news. All right. So but but there have been times where men were like, you know what, I'm going to kill her because she's pregnant. And I don't want to deal with the child support. I don't want to deal with the responsibility. I don't want to start all over. I don't want kids. You know, the list goes on. So we're going to talk about why each party may feel betrayed in this madness of business. I call it business because guess what, you guys? That's what it is. It's straight up business. All right. We will get into that a little bit. We're going to talk about sex too. Oh, we're grown. So we're going to talk about that. And also we have a Dear Daia letter that we will answer from one of um, the healthy relationship, um, one of the members in um, the healthy relationship community, a young lady named Tracy says she has a baby by a young man that doesn't spend time or money with her daughter. And she wants to know if she should just put him on child support and call it a day. Those were her, <laughs> those were her exact words. Put him on child support and call it a day. So if we have time, we might get into two di uh, Dear Daya letters, but I don't know because we do have a lot to talk about. And last but not least, we have a recording from the singer, actor, and father Tyrese Gibson, who broke down on social media regarding his daughter, have you guys heard that? I mean, he's all over. This is the um, information that was sent to me by one of um, our members in the healthy relationship community. She was like, oh, my God, did you see this? So since I was going to talk about child support anyways, this came along and literally put the icing on the cake. So guess what? We will listen to his open cry, which he stated, don't take my baby. This is all I got. That's what this man said. Talk about his feelings of unfairness, right? So we're going to get down to the bottom of that and see what's going on. So are you guys ready for this sensitive talk? <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. Okay. When and why was child support created? When was child support created? Why was child support created? That's what I'm asking. So of course I did some research, um, and not a lot, but just a little, because, you know, some of you guys may be able to come up with even more information than I can. But according to the United States history, now this, remember that this is the late 1800s and early 1900s, so around 19th century, all right? Now, you know that I'm about to tell you that um, we're about to talk about child support, uh, child support, but what I want you guys to realize is that all of this information was all birth from England's law, right? Because America has inherited many laws from England in those times. And it is responsible for creating our laws and legal structure today. Okay, so here we go. So these laws found that in the 1800s, right? And I guess even before then, right? And early 19th centuries, that fathers had only a non-enforceable moral duty to support his children. Like he didn't have any, like there was nothing forcing him to support his children. And in fact, did you guys know that a third party could come in and try to force a cost on a man and it wouldn't work unless there was a pre-authorized contract or some type of agreement in place beforehand. So back then, men were actually protected as far as paying child support when it came to their own children. Can you believe that? I didn't know that until I looked that up. All right. Um, but I knew that child support um, wasn't something that was always in place. You know, um, you got men right now where child support is in place and they still try to, you know, 
run to the right or run to the left or or avoid it or get paid under the table so that they do not have to protect their children. I do not understand that logic. I don't think I ever will as a woman. You understand? Now, I understand that some men have to survive. I understand that some men are greedy. I mean, some women are greedy and they want more than what they really should have. We're going to talk about that too. Okay. I do not want to be lopsided in my theory of thinking. Okay. So anyways, um, so the men were actually protected, but what society started paying attention to was the fact that women who had children and became divorced would be amongst some of the poorest individuals on the land. So come to find out there was this law called the uh, Elizabethan Poor Law. And this was in 16, well, I'm sorry, I don't know if it was in 1601, but it was the Elizabethan Poor Law of 1601, which was the act for the relief of the poor, or another word for it was the old poor law, okay? And it wasn't just one law. This was actually a collection of laws that was passed between the 16th and 18th century, but they called it the Elizabethan um, Poor Law of 1601. All right. So, and you know what, when I was sitting here and I was reading that, I said, well, wait a minute, hold on. My people, my African brothers and sisters, my ancestors was not affected by this at all because remember that Africans were lent here. They were lent to come to America and teach, right? And the white man decided that they wanted slaves. So those African individuals that were lent by the kings and queens were made into slaves, which weren't enough. It happened to be enough. So the white man decided to travel hundreds and thousands of days and months to get more slaves, capture them, and then bring them here to America. Okay. So in reality, this really did not... <laughs> pertain to my people around that time. Okay. That's a whole nother story, a whole nother chapter. We'll get into that maybe another time, but the Elizabethan poor law back then allowed individuals, check this out, you guys, it allowed individuals to recover their losses that supported people through hard times. So the poor law of 1601 authorized the local parishes to recover some of the funds that were spent in caring for a single mother and sometimes her children who were not provided for by the children's father. So the women were out here after having children or after her divorce, and she was just pretty much out here on her own. Now, the women who were in this perishable state with their children could not even benefit from this law, the Elizabethan law, okay, unless they were in an extreme impoverished state. So any third parties or single mothers could not directly ask for reimbursed or support expenses like others. So because of this, what was happening to the women and children were what? These children were being malnourished, prone to sickness. There was no medical you know, no medical treatments, um, poor housing conditions, right? And the list goes on. So slowly Americans began to comprehend the idea that a biological father had a legal obligation to support his offspring, whether he was present in the child's life or not. So finally, an early child, so finally um, what happened is an early child support case in Connecticut allowed a woman, her name was Eunice Stanton. Eunice had divorced her first husband, and then she ended up remarrying. But the man that she married ended up um, falling short 
and that man became deceased, right? Now, when we come back, you guys, we're going to talk about one of the first and early child support cases that actually started this whole child support phenomenon and what actually got the courts and the lands of the law, or shall I say statues involved to help these men start producing and being responsible for their children. All right. And it actually started in Connecticut. All right. So we're going to talk about all of them. Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Attention ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come compete and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty. And the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Salt is in nearly everything we eat, and many times it makes food taste so delicious. Even though the 2010 Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends limiting sodium to less than 2,300 milligrams a day, Men's Health Magazine states that the average American takes in about 3,300 milligrams of sodium every single day. Your body needs some sodium to function properly because it helps transmit nerve impulses. It influences the contraction and relaxation of muscles, and it helps maintain the right balance of fluids in your body. But most of us are getting far more sodium than is recommended. Check out the sodium content in the foods you are eating and limit soy sauce, Parmesan cheese, bacon, smoked salmon, ramen noodles, and salami. It's time to kick the habit of too much sodium. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Okay, so you guys know I'm here in the studio partying by myself, okay? <laughs> All right, so let's get back to this child support stuff, you guys. So what happened What happened in Connecticut was a lady named Eunice Stanton. She was one of the early child support cases, and this happened to be in Connecticut. That's where we left off at, right? So Connecticut allowed a woman named Miss Stanton and um, to come in and plead her case, right? Now, her condition was this. She had children by her first marriage. She decided to avoid, uh, excuse me, to divorce her first husband, right? And remarry. So she remarried the man of her dreams, the man that she loved. And then that man, of course, became deceased. So, of course, back then, those men were the primary providers. You know, they're the ones that brought in the bacon and the woman cooked the bacon. 
So after her husband died, she went to court and decided that it was time for her first husband to become responsible for his children, right? So when that man became deceased and the court said, well, hey, he's, this is the children's father. They said to that man, you are responsible for them since they came from your loins. You're the one that's going to take care of your children married to Miss Eunice Staten or not. So Eunice had won a, ca- a custody battle and was, and since she was the children's primary caregiver, the court allowed Eunice to recover support from her first husband on the behalf of her deceased second husband. And the court clearly stated in this case that the children's father was legally bound to protect, educate, and maintain their legitimate children. Do you understand? And similar cases since then have been asserted. And fathers are now and could be held financially responsible for the welfare of their children, whether they're present, whether they're not. And this came about because women were almost always forced to live in poverty because they were alone with their children, even families that were well off financially before the divorce had found, women had found that after the divorce, the father almost always profited and the mothers almost always became prone to poverty, right? Why did this happen? This occurred because men were suddenly free from their responsibilities. They were suddenly free from their expenses of the family, whereas the woman was forced to take on the financial burden and in raising her children and not only raising her children, but raising them alone, right? And when women went to grasp or even attempt to find a job to aid and support her family, she was given small wages and was never paid an equivalent to any man. So it was a lose-lose situation for single mothers back then. And guess what? When you look at society, right? You look at women's rights, right? It seems to still be going on today. The majority of men make the majority of the money. And now I'm not saying that we do not have women who aren't independent these days. We do have a lot. We have a few, actually, you know. Um, But when it all boils down to it, the majority of the men are the ones that still make the money today. Okay, and we have to kind of question ourselves like, "Hmm, what's going on? What's going on with the system? Right. So now the child support law says that every man is now obligated to pay for their child. And divorced women can now recover directly from their spouse for money they spent in supporting their offspring. And I personally think that it's fair. I don't believe that women should be obligated to spend all the time, pay all the attention, be the provider, be the nurturer, the teacher, the doctor, the driver, negotiator, maid, house provider. I mean, the list goes on, right? And not be compensated for it. I think that it is unfair, okay? Because some of these women, hell, some some of us have babies by men we don't even want, we didn't even ask for, all right? Now, I'm not saying that I'm holding men extremely responsible. I'm not because it takes two to tangle. And sometimes that tangle of dance is extremely fun. I just personally think that the more a parent makes, 
the more money a parent should spend on their child. And ultimately people do. So when you look at lifestyles, right, when you look at a woman that who's on, you know, some type of assistance, she does not spend that much money on her child. Why? Because she doesn't have it. Same with the father. If the father does not have that much money, he cannot spend that much money on the child. But when you take somebody with a lavish or an extravagant lifestyle, the more money they make, the more money they tend to spend on their child. So in reality, people ultimately spend the money that they have on their children when they are good parents. Okay. Because when it all boils down to it and you look at it symbolically, children are businesses, businesses that you love, but they are still businesses, period, plain and simple. So you got to handle your business. All right. (laughs) Okay. So child support is normally a devil's game. I look at it as a devil's game. And if you ain't the devil, then you need to try your hardest not to play that game, okay? Now, I'm not here to be lopsided in any way of thinking at all. So we are going to get into a few things that should be fair. We're going to get into the things that are not fair. And we're going to get into the things that we should and should not do, okay? Um, because when it all boils down to it, fair is fair. And I think both parties, woman and man, should be fair. Because when you're fair, guess what? And guess who reaps your fairness, your children. All right. So let's talk about the average support in the middle class. Let's talk about the middle class. All right. Because the majority of people are in the middle class range, even though that is disappearing. Right. But let's talk about where we're at. So the average child support from the middle class parent is roughly around. All right. When a, and we're talking about when a primary provider has a child and the father or the mother who is not in the household has to pay child support. They roughly are paying around $350 to $430 a month, $350 to $430 a month. And this is pretty much a little over $4,200 to $5,100 a year, like a used car, all right? And then the custodial parent, though, the primary caregiver of the child, most of the time was spent about $1,900 a year, all right? Because we have to take in rent, right? Which is normally roughly, well, out here in California, right? Is normally about $1,600 a rent for like a two-bedroom. And that's actually low. Most of the time, two-bedrooms now are in the $2,000 range out here in California, okay? Food, we know, is about $400 per child. If you're talking about feeding your child healthy, we're talking about lunch. Children take their lunch to school because school right now is giving children prison food, right? That's what I call it. It's prison food, right? So parents like to pack their children lunches. uh, And then we're talking about dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? These are the necessities. And And we have to get into things like toothpaste, water, washing powder, tissue, napkins, gas, Fun activities for your children to do, toys, products, recreational activities, right? That is over $577,000, I mean, $577 a month, including rent and food. So when it all boils down to it, we're looking at two individual incomes here. The primary caregiver is spending way over $2,000 a month for their child, where the absent parent is spending about $350 350 to $430 a month. All right. So I'm just giving you guys the numbers here. All right. 
And remember that the primary provider is already spending more than the absent parent. And we didn't even include furniture like beds and dressers that the children need and rugs and and or even repairs in the house. This isn't including her time. This isn't including a man's, a single father's efforts. This isn't including a mother's teacher and nurturing. This is including, this isn't including hospital late nights, right? The list goes on. Children is a, listen, children are businesses. All right. So now what I want to do is get into the 2016 preliminary child support report. All right. Okay, so support collections were $28.8 billion, an increase of 1% of the 215 collections of last year. They also said that it is a $27.5 billion, or shall they say 95% of the distributed collections were sent directly to families. This is what's in the report, all right? So anytime there was child support given from the absent parent, 95% of the distributed um, um, collections were sent directly to the families, all right? Total child support collections, which included um, the collections from, they have two different types of collections, which is, they call it a 6D and a non-6D collections. This was $32.7 billion. The child support caseload declined by 1.5% to 14.5 million cases, all right? In particular, current assistant cases declined 9%. So the former assistant's caseload declined, they said, roughly a 2% average, while there was assistance, there was an assistance caseload that increased for about 0.5%. So the total administrative expenditures remained at $5.7 billion. Oh my gosh, you guys. That means, do you know how many people, there's like 86% of cases in the caseload, all right, which was ordered in the program that served 15.6 million children. (gasps) Wow, 15.6 million children. What kind of mess is this? You know, when I read this, I said, oh my goodness, I had no idea that there were so many people on child support. 65% of current support due was collected and 64% of cases with arrears had collections. And you guys know what arrears are. That means what haven't been paid, but what are still owed. Oh my goodness. And this was a 2016 report. These, this is a very cost effective rate. All right. So you guys, oh my goodness. When we come back, we're going to talk about the men. We're going to hold everybody responsible, but we're going to talk about the men first. Okay. We're going to talk about the types of men they are. And we also have a list on if you should no, if you are a deadbeat or not, you guys, ha, 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 ha. we got a category. So don't you guys go nowhere. Cause guess what? This is where we compare, we contrast, we add, we take away, and we're about to have some fun with this. Okay. So don't you guys go away. We're going to talk about the men first. We're going to talk about the women. We still got the dyer, dyer, dear dyer, and then Tyrese stay tuned. Don't you. Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Attention, ladies. 
Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty and the first to do it globally. Come create value and make a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Barbecue restaurants and cookouts are an unequivocal part of summer. Be it brisket, ribs, or turkey, the food is sure to please your palate. By making the right choices at your next cookout or barbecue restaurant outing, you can partake in most of the foods you love and still maintain your healthy, low-calorie eating. The best meat choice is rotisserie chicken. Be sure not to eat the skin, but enjoy the fabulous flavor. If you must have ribs, split an order with someone else and eat only a few. Get the taste without all the high-fat calories. Baked beans have brown sugar and molasses, but because of all the fiber, protein, and antioxidants, it is a better choice than hush puppies, biscuits, or french fries. Coleslaw is okay as long as it's made with vinegar instead of mayonnaise. Fill up on corn on the cob, green beans, and other vegetables. Enjoy the meal, but make good choices. I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. All right, Mandy, guess what? You are first. You are up. (laughs) Okay, so there are three types of men. There are three types of women. All right, very similar. But since, men, you are first, we're talking about specifically to these men, the M-E-N. All right, three types of men. What are they? These are three types of men who have children. Sometimes they should not have children. Man one, man two. And man three. So let's break them down. The first type of man are those men that come into relationships with nothing to offer. No money, no job, no career. That means in reality, when all of those things are combined in an individual, they don't become dependent. They're always independent. I mean, they don't become independent. They're always dependents, right? And women have to be careful with these type of men. Men, you have to start taking responsibility of your position. All right. You can't just say because I am man and because I am horny, it is time to create the action that I want. You have to be responsible. Okay. That's just what it is. You guys We're grown here. Right. Second type of man is you. If you have some money in the bank, you have a good job that's making about like 60,000 a year. Right. And you can provide for the necessities of your child, you know, um, you know, like if, you know, the mother calls you and, you know, you say, you know what, they need extra pants or they need this for school. They need a school uniform. They need a backpack. You know, can you provide a little bit, you know, more income so that I can, um, you know, serve our, our child right when it comes to, you know, the lunch. This is the type two man. All right. 
Now, as I'm reading these types, man, I want you guys to put yourselves in a category, all right? Don't run from this, all right? Don't be a type one and put yourself in a type three category, what I'm about to read off. Don't do that to yourself, all right? Don't, okay? So the third type of man is above average financially, okay? This type of man can provide their child not only with the necessities, but also with their wants very easily. They, it's not, you know, they don't break the bank to do these things, okay? So throughout the show, since we understand the differences, we will address them as such, all right, so that there's no confusion, all right? Now, let's talk about sex, S-E-X, all right? Okay, now, we know that the universe has created a magnificent creature on earth called women, (laughs) all right? Some women right? Can hypnotize men. They can hypnotize the male species. And the majority of the time, some women don't even know they're doing it. It's just that some of you men are so easily hypnotized by women, you fall in traps that weren't even made for you. All right. And some of you guys will say, you know, some of you men right now are probably saying, yeah, bush, isn't it? You know, all you women know what you're doing. I'm not saying that we don't know what we're doing. What I'm saying is, that we don't know how, I mean, that we know, we know how to do it once we know we've caught your attention. Okay. We know how, but sometimes we don't even know that we've caught your attention. Right. Sometimes a woman can come up into a room and there are men looking at her. She's not even worried about men, but automatically men are already hypnotized because you guys are what visual creatures. But a lot of the times you men are so obvious that a blind man can see that you're really in you let's see, I want to be nice here. You know that you guys are uh, drooling. Okay. You guys are drooling. (laughs) It's so obvious sometimes. And sometimes you men have to be aware of what you look like to women. That's a whole nother story, but it's called attraction and everyone has it for someone. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit. Once you have an attraction for a woman automatically, You can see yourself getting close to her. You can see yourself talking to her, you know. You can see yourself even getting intimate with her, right? And once you finally get the gatekeeper, that gatekeeper of hers out of the way, once you move it out of the way, most men go, yep, I'm going in for the kill, right? But what you fail to realize is you might be killing your bank account. No, (laughs) we're talking about child support here, right? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But in reality, that's almost truth. That's almost truth there. But you always have to take in consideration what you are doing, men. All right. And remember, we're talking to the men right now. You have to take in consideration what you are doing, what you allow yourself to do and what the outcome will become. Okay. Women cannot get pregnant without you. You are the first step to pregnancy. There's nothing before it, nothing that has ever been before it. All right. When you are involved with a woman and you guys are getting down with the get down and it's on and cracking, you are that first step. Okay. So men, you are also responsible for having discussions before sex. And one thing that you have to take in consideration is sometimes you have to know. Am I getting attached to this woman or am I not even attached to this woman? All right. These are things that you have to ask yourself, man, because some men don't even get attached and hate the fact that 
when they had their fun that there's a baby on the way because he's not even attached to the woman that he's impregnated. All right. Don't let your third leg le- uh, uh, lead. We call it a third leg, but guess what? It's not supposed to touch the ground, even though some of you men third leg might be close to the ground. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. First man. Okay. We're talking about the first man. I remember you guys were supposed to have, was supposed to have put yourself in the categories after I read them all. Okay. Now this is right here pertaining to the first man. You should not be having sex. Okay. Because the possibility of having a child is always there. <laughs> you guys are saying, Diane, how are you going to sit here and say I should not be having sex? Okay. Okay. Maybe I took that too far, but condoms, you have to include condoms. All right. But you also have to make known that guess what condoms break and because they break this is not the time for you to have an ejaculation party where it counts all right because men if you go in without any money you're going to have the stress of trying to find a job and if you do it's probably not going to be a job that you want Because you're going to be in this type of mentality where I just need to get anything. And anytime you're in that type of mentality where you just need anything because you got to get a bill paid, you're going to be unhappy at that job. If you're unhappy, you're not going to be happy with your life, which means you're going to make the woman that who you gotten pregnant unhappy and ultimately the child that's on its way here. Okay. Second man. You have to decide if you are ready to give up your finances to maintain, protect, and educate. Remember, those were the three words. Maintain, protect, and educate. So if your relationship isn't serious, then you need to be very careful. Because in your situation, even though you're financially comfortable, a baby can make it very uncomfortable. All right? So be with someone that you feel that you can trust and build with. All right? Okay, so man number three. Now, you can probably remain comfortable with your finances, but you have to ask yourself, do you like this woman enough to even share your finances with? Right. Do you like her enough to even want to be in her space? Do you know her enough that you can still have a peaceful lifestyle if you got if you get her pregnant? All right. Because someone who is always around, which she will be because she's the mother of your child. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about verbally, especially because communication has to be there. She can communicate with you on the phone. Right. Which probably is never going to stop from the mother of your child. Okay, so you have to see yourself. You have to say to yourself, can you see yourself doing it? And these are all the considerations that you men have to think about. So when two people decide to have a child with or without the idea of a marriage certificate, first, both parties have to sit down and lay down the rules. And the rules should not be, you know what, love will get us through this. Because when babies need to be fed, when children, I mean, you know, when babies are wet, children need to be fed and children need clothing. You do not think about love because you are in a survival mode and you're in a survival mentality. So if you have to be an adult, then you better be an adult. And that means from start to finish, because being adult doesn't mean that you just have fun in the beginning and reap the consequences later. 
So you have to be adult and sit down and come up with a solution every single time. And when that solution is made, whether you are together or not, and you know that there's a child on the way, each individual has to keep their word. You can't go back and forth and ignore the promises that you made because this, is, this isn't going to do anything but create a tear a tear that could have been avoided. And this is where most people tend to fall short and create custody and child support battles. Because most of the time when this happens, there are egos involved, lack of love, and especially lack of communication, miscommunication. And most never see the headaches that come with child support and crazy custody battles. Now, did you know that the state says if you come to us for the well-being of your child or lifestyle, you are admitting to us that you are incompetent to handling your own affairs. This is why you always have to get the court permission to do things. You have to get the court permission to live your life. You have to get the court permission to take your next step. But then you call yourself grown. And guess what? A lot of you are not that grown because if you can't communicate and I'm talking to you men here. Well, no, I'm talking to men and women, okay, collectively. If you can't communicate, shame on you. Men and women, okay? And guess what? All it takes is just one individual to prove that they are not adult-like, which means you're incompetent for the state to get involved. So let's do us all a favor and keep communication. Let's act like adults, all right? Let's go over my list, you guys, that puts um, men in the category of being competent or not, okay? The first one that I wanna say is, if you've had a child and you don't call on a weekly basis or check up on your child finances, you don't check up on your child you know, mentality, you don't check up on your child's physical state, you're incompetent and you may need some help no matter what state or country that you are in. You should be able to call your child. You should be able to check up on your child no matter what. Everyone has a cell phone right now, so guess what? There's no excuse. Number two, if you think that, um, oh, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to hold on because we have nine more to go. All right. When we come back, we're going to go over this list. I like this list. This list is actually fun because this is pertaining only to the men. So I'm about to go hardcore. I'm about to go in on all of you scrotum carriers. All right. And then when we come back, it's going to be the women's turn. Are you, okay, you guys? So stay tuned because we still have a lot to talk about. And Tyrese and the and the Dear Daya letter. Okay. connected with Daia 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Everyone knows you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. But who wants to catch a fly? Flies are squick and repulsive. Flies have two wings, while all other insects have four. And they beat their wings 200 times per second. That's faster than a hummingbird. Flies jump up and backwards when taking off with an average speed of 5 miles per hour. What's the word for that annoying buzzing sound flies make? Fretinancy. Pestologists tell us that flies' favorite color is red. Flies have kinesophobia. That's the fear of movement. So simply hang a plastic bag filled with water to keep the flies away. 
My only question would be, would a fly without wings be called a what? It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. What do nuts, fish, spinach, dairy, and bananas have in common? For one thing, they contain high amounts of potassium and can cut your risk for a stroke by as much as 21%. A stroke is a disruption in your brain's blood supply that happens when there's blockage in a blood vessel or a blood vessel bursts. Potassium is an electrolyte and is involved in muscle and nerve control and blood pressure regulation. It's needed for maintaining the body's fluid balance. Studies have suggested that diets high in potassium help maintain a healthy blood pressure and possibly protect against stroke and heart disease. But remember, regular daily exercise is your most excellent defense against stroke. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. All right, you guys, we have... We have so much, so much. Okay, number two, I decided to save the rest for this. Okay, so if you're calling your child every day, right, or every week, and you think that that is the only important thing that you should do for your child because you feel that, you know, hey, you're establishing a relationship, mm-mm, no, child support needs to be on your butt, okay? If you don't know your child, your children's uh, teacher's school or classroom, you're incompetent, okay? You're not, you're, listen, You're not being responsible, fathers, all right? Number four, if you've never dropped your child off for school until they were like in junior high, I don't even know what to say about that. Like, I just got emotional, okay? Number five, on special days, including holidays, if you're not communicating, saying hello, how's your day going, whatever the case may be, incompetent, you guys. If your child has to see you fight, their mother in front of them, you shouldn't be fighting anyways, okay? You're incompetent and might need some mental help, all right? Anger management. No, anger management ain't going to do shit, all right? If you've never put time or work in for birthday parties, like you don't even know how to cut a birthday cake, and your child is already 8, 9, 10, 11, uh-uh, no. Child support should be on your butt because you're not, you're not, you know, maintaining, remember those three things in order to be a good parent you or father, because we're talking to the man, protect, educate and maintain. And if you know that the, your child's mother is struggling and you still send below average money, but you know that you have more to send, shame on you because you're ignoring everything that's happening. OK, don't do that, fathers. You have to be competent. You have to do those three things, maintain, educate and protect. Now, women, you guys aren't off the hook. Listen. Okay, listen, 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 because most men. Well, before I do that, let me say this to you, men, because some of you men say, you know what? How do I know she's spending money on my son? How do you not know? All you have to do is pay attention. Come over to the house once in a while. If you know, hopefully you guys relationship is like that. See, see how things are being dealt with. See how things are being maintained. And if everything is great, your child doesn't look like a bum. You know, your child's hair is done. Clothes is right. Shoes is right. Your money is being spelt, uh, uh, spent very well. Okay. Stop being delusional. Okay. 
because in reality, most women really want their children to deal with their fathers. You have to learn how to be suggestible to the woman that you've had children by. Guess what? It's called business. Some of you men will be disrespected from your bosses, your friends, and even your current lovers. Do you understand? Learn how to be suggestible with the people that you've had relationships with and children with. Okay. Now, women, you're next. You guys aren't off the hook either. There are three types of women. First is the woman who has no money and expect the man to financially provide all the time. You're not in a position to really make great decisions when it comes to outside of yourself. You have to focus on yourself and get yourself into a financial state where if you did have a child, you can help your child needs. Okay. You can help your child become successful. The second type of woman is the middle-class working woman who can attend to her child's needs. You know, she may need a little help. She may struggle here and there. You know what I'm saying? But when it all boils down to it, you know, and, and, and not only that, but the absence of the father, you know, may, may put her in a small rut, but she'll get out of it. Right. Because she's a working woman. Right. She can always go borrow money and repay people back. The third woman is the independent woman who can provide on any level. And that means the needs and the wants of her child. So if the father is present, present or not, things aren't going to change financially unless something dramatic or there's a catastrophic event that is happening. OK, first woman, you should not be having unprotected sex at, at all. OK, or even dealing with men until you get it together, because if a man has not decided that he wants to come and take care of you and you're pregnant, Mm-mm. No, 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 no. That's going to put yourself in a huge hardship and you should not be putting yourself in that situation or in that position because nine times out of 10, you may, you know, be by yourself and now you got a child to even take care of. Mm-mm. Second woman. Let's see. You're in, a, in an arena, a position where you're happy right now. But once you get pregnant, and if the man that you're dealing with decides that he doesn't, you know, want to or or let's say that he switches characters on you. There you go. That tastes better. And you and that, um, he, you know, your plans for pregnancy isn't going the way you want it. You know, you have to understand that. Guess what? You got to continue to work because you don't know if he's going to be there. You don't know if he's going to provide. And guess what? Now you got a baby on the way, you know. And I have to say, you guys, that that isn't hard. That is very hard when a woman is pregnant and still has to work. Feet swollen, especially during the eight and nine months, right? Third woman, you may be in a position where you might be in control, okay? For example, I was in a very good position where, you know, when I had my first child, you know, um, I had, I didn't have to go to work. So when I woke up and I didn't feel like going to work, I didn't have to, but I still got paid for it that whole year while I was pregnant because it was considered disability with the company that I worked for. Thank God for that because you do not find companies like that. So I was very spoiled. Yes, I was. <laughs> okay. So these are the things that everyone has to take in consideration. And unfortunately, all these things need to be taken in consideration because you may be with someone one minute and the next thing you know, it becomes a thing of the past. And this is married or not. So you have to learn how to speak with your child's father, women, at least attempt. And you have to give him a chance whether you want him or not. It's called being human. You have to give him room. You have to give him time to explain himself and, and, and give him, you know, give him room to make blunders. Ne and also never beg for someone that doesn't want you. I don't care if you have a child by them or not. Okay. It's called self-esteem, create self-esteem, keep your self-esteem, 
practice it. If you don't have it, practice it until you get it. Okay. So women, how can we tell if you're incompetent? If your child's father send you enough money and they still look raggedy, you are incompetent women. Two, if you are always telling and blaming your child because they look like or act like their father. I mean, what do you think that your child comes from him? You're incompetent. Don't ever do that to your child. All right, women. I see women do that all the time and it disgusts me. Number three, if you're getting enough money from your child's father and your child still has no bed and sleeping on the floor. The middleman needs to come in and put your butt on child support because evidently you don't know what to do. You don't know how to handle your money. If you are being greedy and asking the judge to raise your payments because you're trying to, you know, take your child's father rights away to survive. Guess what? Mm -mm. Don't do it right now. You guys, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get into um, what TMZ reported, you know, with Tyrese. So we're going to play that right now and then we're going to come back and we're going to uh, build on that. Karina, you ready? We can go ahead and play that. Real fathers that really love their kids and really are standing with their babies are there. Because they're in the presence of so many fathers who may not care or being accused of not caring. They're not able to tell the difference between the good ones and the bad ones. Between the criminals and the men of God, the Muslims, the Jews, the Christians, the men that wake up every day, the men that wake up every day to focus on one thing. something illegal by doing this video or is this am i protected by the the, the first right amendment or the amendment don't take my baby i'm at thirteen thousand dollars a month what more do you want from me <laughs> oh my god showing up for me. I got all these millionaire friends. I got billionaire friends. I've been there for you. Why nobody's there for me? <laughs> and if they doing this shit to me, 
All right, you guys. So you guys know that this is what this man has went through, okay? Um, and TMZ had reported that his ex-wife, Norma's custody battle, was taking an ugly turn. TMZ reported that L.A. County Department of Children and Family Services is investigating Tyrese, 38, who claims that he struck his 10-year-old daughter so much that she couldn't sit. Um, he has He's giving $13,000 a month to this woman, and his ex is seeking a permanent restraining order that would prohibit him from physically disciplining you know, their, do- their daughter. And Norma also wants to, the judge to grant her full physical and legal custody. While their legal battle uh, battle, excuse me, battle plays out in court. Tyrese have been using social social media to win the court of public opinion, turning to Instagram. So he shared all of this about Shayla, you know, and you know all these things. And the only thing I want to say is, you know, Tyrese has a wife, and I'm not saying that sometimes we're not supposed to vent, but I feel that he really should be venting to his wife. You guys, you know. We are coming up, you guys. We didn't even have time to even go into the Dear Daia letter, all right? So, Tracy, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read your Dear Daia letter. To, uh, oh, I don't even think because we're not going to have this this situation <laughs> next week. Anyways, you guys, if you are turned on, tune in next week because we have so much to talk about next week. Don't forget to um, become a member on Healthy Relationship Talk Radio Facebook group page. We have a lot that's getting ready to happen, you guys. You guys do not want to miss that because within 90 days the uh, light is about to be turned around um we're going to be dealing more with you guys one-on-one like literally uh broadcasting live bringing you guys onto the show it's so much i don't even want to get into it but i want to say um fathers mothers stay in there you know uh, custody battles are ugly you guys love and peace and blessings to you all same place same time healthy relationship talk radio i am your host diea six love peace and blessings to you join us next week same time same place as diea continues to give practical tools for simple healthy face-to-face relationship living remember relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation don't forget to visit facingrelationships.com for further assistance that's www.fac.com ing relationships.com